Do you consider yourself to be a giver? Do you feel like people expect a lot from you, but you don't always get the same in return? Do you often feel annoyed internally doing things for people, but also don't know how to say no? (laughs) Perhaps you've already made a commitment to someone and are regretting it. And so you're telling yourself, once I get through this time, I'm done. (laughs) If that's you, then let's talk about it, sis, because you are in good company. Today, we're going to talk about the root causes of these tendencies and identify scriptures that will aid us in overcoming. You ready? Let's tap in. What's up, sis? Welcome to A Radical Relationship, the podcast, where we help you to go deeper in your relationship with God, self, others, and your calling through self-examination first. Are you feeling like it's finally time to break free from trauma and the drama of a past relationship? Do you find yourself searching for scriptures and sermons for ways to heal from past pain and forgive those who gave it? Are you hoping that someday you'll finally have the clarity you need to move on with your life? Well, you have found the right place. My name is Shell Odom and I am here to walk this journey with you. When I went through my divorce, I found myself at my wit's end asking myself, will I ever be good at relationships? How can I possibly learn to love again? And where do I go from here? I too felt overwhelmed by all of the possibilities and yet also frustrated because I didn't have a clear plan for how to move forward. I wished that someone would just drop a roadmap in front of me so I could gain the clarity and confidence in taking the next best step. I kept trying the things that I already knew to do, but they just weren't working. It wasn't until I started pursuing true intimacy with the Father that I finally learned how to go deeper examining my feelings and assessing my past so I could truly forgive and move forward from pain that had been inflicted. And I want to share it all with you. In this podcast, you're going to find clarity, sis. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to find new strength. And that's all going to be done through scripture, tips, resources, and coaching so that you can start to live a more fulfilling life. Grab your journal, sis. Let's get to work. I don't know that overcoming my people pleasing and codependent issues was something I could do without outside help. I had operated in this framework for so long that it was just a natural part of who I was. It wasn't until my divorce that I realized that something about my operating system was off. I kept asking myself, why was the most significant relationship in my life failing? The same is probably true for you. If you find yourself in a similar situation and just can't seem to figure out how to break the cycle, then you need coaching, sis. <laughs> you need an outside pair of trained ears to listen to you and draw you out and bring attention to your destructive tendencies. So book a discovery call. It's free. It's chill. There's no expectation to make a commitment. Let's chat about what you're experiencing. Allow me to serve you through a bit of coaching and let's just see where things lead. Hope to chat with you soon. So 
about this whole being the giver thing, <laughs> okay? I can recall a very specific friendship that I once experienced this in. At the time, me and the friend were united over some shared experiences. And so we just sort of gelled in this certain season of life. But then I started to notice that as I progressed, she stayed stagnant. And as I healed, she stayed stuck. And as I prepared to move on, she struggled with moving forward. And so the relationship quickly became the sort of dynamic where I was the strong one. And she was sort of always the damsel in distress, if you will. But we were in too deep, right? Like, how was I supposed to write this wrong dynamic when I also continued to enable the behavior <laughs> in a lot of different ways because I'm always there. I'm always coming to the rescue. I remember this one time I got a phone call from her and I was sitting there laying on the couch resting. I remember looking at the phone ringing and feeling like I would be a bad friend for not answering the phone when all I was doing was laying on the couch and relaxing, right? Like that wasn't a good enough reason to not pick up the phone for my friend. Why wasn't me having time to myself a good enough reason for me not to answer the phone? That was the question that my counselor asked me the next time that I brought this up in my session with her. Why wasn't it enough to say, hey, I don't feel like talking. I'm resting. Can I call you later? There was something in me that just kept saying that me taking time for myself wasn't important enough when someone else, especially someone who tended to be in distress, came calling. Maybe I had issues. Okay. And if this sounds like you, then you do too, friend. <laughs> but it's okay. It's cool because we're going to grow together. So the question then becomes how did I overcome? And let me encourage you that this is a journey. Uh, the temptation is going to be to uh, allow the pendulum to swing the entirely opposite direction and just start saying no, 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 no. But my counselor also encouraged me, don't do that. Like, don't say no just because now you're learning to say no. Like, actually find that healthy balance of why I'm saying no, allowing that reason to be good enough, and then moving forward in confidence in that decision. So when I first started to work on overcoming this issue, I started to track the root cause. It wasn't just enough for me now to be able to identify the behavior, but I had to figure out the why. Why was this how I operated? Why was this my built-in go-to operating system? For me, the root issue went back to ways that I had to show up as a young girl. When I started to think about it, I could recall numerous times that I felt that I'd been placed in positions as a child that forced me to grow up, even sometimes coming to the rescue of adults. You know, these situations where you want people to exclude you because you are a child, but you find yourself in the middle of it, being privy to information you shouldn't be privy to, being in the midst of situations that you just shouldn't as a child because your life should be carefree and you should be oblivious to those sorts of things. So, of course, this would carry over into my peer relationships unnoticed because I developed this operating system early and I didn't know anything else. So I didn't have anything to compare it to until things started to fall apart. That made me question what's happening here. 
So if you struggle with this, then I encourage you to consider that very thing. Ask yourself, were there ways that I felt I had to grow up quicker than I should have had to? If so, did I rise to the occasion? Was I that person who was coming to the rescue? And if so, how did those situations then inform my relationships going forward? For real, though, take some time to really journal through that because I know the Holy Spirit will meet you there and begin to really expose some things. And that was a really sweet place for me. The more that I continued to work through this in different relationships, the Lord started to confront me with the idea that I had unknowingly made idols of people. I was more concerned about their responses than I was about being in right alignment with his operating system. Whew, okay. Galatians 6.10, it says, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. He said what he said. He said, listen, either I'm a servant of Christ or I'm trying to please man. I don't know what to tell y'all. I can't do both. Right. Romans 12, 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, good sis, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm, that's so good. I want y'all to take some time to really sit with that because that is good. Don't be conformed, but instead renew. You have to be able to test this thing to see what type of fruit is producing to know what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That's a word for somebody. Both of these scriptures challenge us to take a side. Either I'm a slave to man or I'm a slave to God. Either I follow the natural customs of this world or I allow him to transform me by changing the way I think about things so I can know what is actually good. Do you want to know what's actually good? Could you benefit from some sound wisdom and advice from like-minded brothers and sisters in Christ? If so, then hop into our Facebook group. It's facebook.com backslash groups backslash a radical community and get connected. I'm going to um, include that in the description and show notes below. Get connected. Introduce yourself. Share with us in this safe space so that we can partner with you in helping you get free. Until next time, y'all, I'm out. Hey, girl, hey. If you enjoyed today's episode, sis, chances are there are other women just like you who would enjoy it too, but they won't know about it unless we actually tell them, okay? So if you don't mind helping me spread the word, will you take 30 seconds to leave a review of the show and then screenshot this episode and share it with your friends wherever you like to hang out? It really would mean so much to me. All right, go and review those journal notes. I'll meet you back here next week for another session. 